The problem of the digital divide and the lack of internet access has been with us for a long time and only made worse with the coronavirus lockdown. Facebook has a unique solution in the form of a robot able to balance on top of power lines. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is CNET senior reporter Shar Tipkin. But the exclusive on this robot, Shar, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So can you describe what this robot is and what it does? Because I saw a video of it, and it almost looks a little unbelievable, the way it balances up. But, but tell me about it. How does this thing work? So what this is, is it's a, it's kind of a tightrope walking sort of robot. It's low and squat, and it crawls along power lines. And behind it, it, it strings uh, a fiber cable. And another innovation with this is Facebook redesigned fiber cables to make them a lot smaller so that it could wind up inside the body of the robot. So what the robot does is it moves along a power line and it kind of weaves a fiber cable around the old power line. So then you can get high speed internet uh, without having to dig up the ground to install it or uh, using like traditional heavy fiber cables. So it's it just moves it along and can install it on any like medium voltage power lines. Yeah, like, like I said, uh, we'll have a video in the story, but it, it, it you should get a chance to look at this when you can. It, it's, it's pretty wild to watch in action. Uh, but before we really get into the robot and, and what Facebook is doing, can you sort of back things up and, and talk a bit about the digital divide and specifically the lack of internet access in rural areas? How, how big of a problem is this? I, it's a really big problem. Um, you know, like even just my family lives in Iowa. And when I go home, like my sister-in-law has high speed fiber internet to her house. My parents who are a mile up the road have like three megabits per second download speeds. Like if you want to watch a video, you're SOL basically. Um, you know, and they're not even the worst situation. There's lots of places where you can't get access at all, where people are having to rely on their phones, or maybe their phones don't even work. Like a lot of us who live in cities forget that there are places where there is no service, where there's no connection. And this doesn't even talk about places outside the US either, where having an internet connection is, you know, there may be service, but you can't afford it. So that was kind of what Facebook set out to do with this. One of the guys who came up with this at Facebook uh, came up with it when he was in Africa. And what he wanted to do was find a way to make it a lot cheaper to roll out high speed internet access so that that it can be everywhere and everybody can get online. Yeah, that, no, that's a good point. Um, the in terms of the cost, like how how much does it actually cost to roll out uh, an internet network? It really varies based on where you are. Uh, I did reporting a couple years ago in Iowa, and it would be like $10,000 for a mile, basically. Um, you know, generally, Facebook study found that in a developed country like the US, uh, the price could be like $20 or higher per meter if you're installing it above the ground. So like, on a power line sort of thing. If you're putting it in the ground, it could be $100 per meter. Um, you know, so that's tens of thousands of dollars hot or more, depending on how far you have to go. Um, you know, in it, it's it's cheaper in um, developing countries. It's around ten dollars. So it's kind of about half the cost. Um, what Facebook is expecting with its technology is in developing countries, it, it lowers that ten dollars to around two to three. 
And then in developed countries like the U.S., it would lower that, you know, 20 to $100 to around $5 per meter or less. Uh, the biggest one of the biggest costs of installing fiber is labor. And so if you have a robot doing this, you're obviously not paying tons of people to, uh, you know, to like be on these lines. And you also have to shut them down in traditional installation. And a power company doesn't exactly want to cut out service for a bunch of its um bunch of its customers, you know, cut off, cut out their power with this robot. You don't have to turn off the power. Um, so it, it cuts out part of the really big cost of this. And that's what Facebook is going for with this thing. Yeah. And I noticed that when Facebook made the announcement, they mentioned that, you know, this, this gets you almost to the home, right? You got a couple hundred meters or about a hundred meters away from the home. That's what's sort of known as the last mile, which, uh, that's usually the most expensive part is how do you get that last connection between the broader network to a home or business, the actual premise. Uh, I'm curious what Facebook is is doing with that and how this plays into addressing that cost. This doesn't solve the last mile problem. Uh, this They kind of see this as like a middle stopgap. You know, this is, this is the in-between kind of the main tower and... Uh, a home, you're still going to need something to beam the internet to a home, which, you know, is fixed wireless is something that we see pretty prevalent, which is, you know, fiber goes to a tower that's near a home, and then it's beamed to a home um, from that tower using like coax or other cables or, you know, thing things like that. Um, and that is kind of a typical way. And it's a lot less expensive than building fiber directly to every home. Um, you know, a study that I had found a few years ago was that, um, you know, fixed wireless can be deployed at about a seventh the cost of fiber and a fifth the cost of cable. So, you know, that is a really like cost effective way. But with Facebook's uh, robot, you know, it's, it's not providing that fiber to the home. It's just along these power lines. And then you'll have to rely on something else. And, you know, they have a ton of different projects going to try to figure out how to get internet to everyone. Um, you know, and they're not the only ones. Other companies are looking at, at ways to do this as well um, to kind of solve that issue of not having wide coverage. So is Facebook building these robots? I know they're, they're, they designed it, but how, how is this actually going to be distributed? Yeah, so Facebook is not going to build these. It's not going to sell them. It's not going to like construct these and give them away as charity. Uh, the idea is that it's going to license the technology. So it's designed it. It will take a licensing fee. It won't make any sort of royalties. It's not going to give this exclusively to like one company. Um, it's going to license it to whoever wants the technology. So it's really going to be carriers, internet service providers, or nonprofits or other companies um, who will build this and will will figure out how to deploy it. Um, you know, that could be something that affects the rollout, or it could be something that helps. Um, you know, if there's a like a rural internet service provider who's been trying to look for ways to to do something, you know, to like roll out more fiber, you know, and they have a lot of control over their own business, you know, maybe they'll want to do this. But also, you know, finding somebody who can manufacture this, it's not like you can just build this in your basement. Yeah, exactly. How, and how much does this thing cost? 
Uh, there's no set cost on the robot specifically because Facebook isn't going to be building it and selling it. So it, that's kind of one of the big question marks of of this whole thing is, you know, how difficult is it going to be to build this robot and to to roll it out? And like, how much is it going to cost? Like, that is unclear at this time. But, um, you know, that'll be something that's set by whoever licenses this technology. And realistically, I mean, do you think I mean, when does this actually get deployed or do you think it will actually get deployed? Uh, who knows? Um, you know, F- Facebook is planning a trial next year, uh, you know, pending pandemic and things like that. So, it, you know, it's it's basically developed the technology, but it hasn't even really tested it yet. Like it's you know, it's tried it itself, but it's not like, you know, in a large scale deployment. So it's going to have trials next year. Um, it's working with a company called Net Equity Networks. And basically this startup wants to make high-speed internet affordable for every human. So Net Equity is going to license it. And then kind of the idea is that um, Net Equity will sell wholesale internet services to internet service providers and mobile network operators. Um, so that is one of the partners who's always already signed on. Um, Facebook says it's working with a lot of partners around the world, you know, or talking to a lot of people. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of interest in this, but uh, we'll just have to see how realistic it is and and what happens when, you know, this trial happens, you know, if it goes successfully, if it does not work, um, you know, so we this is one of those things where we kind of just have to wait and see. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean... I think some of that skepticism is healthy. Clearly, Facebook has dealt with a huge amount of negative publicity recently. You know, there's been how it's handled misinformation. There's been the ad boycott. I'm just curious if you think this is simply a PR stunt or if there are some legs, if this is, you know, a legit solution to the broadband problem. I don't think it's necessarily a PR stunt. Um, you know, this wasn't something that they started yesterday. They, this has kind of been in the works since 2017, so three years. Um, you know, yes, they were going through a lot of issues during that whole time with, um, you know, misinformation on on their site, you know, with the election and Russian influence and things like that. But the whole effort to get everyone connected is something that Facebook has been really passionate about, passionate about for a really long time. Um, it benefits them because the more people who are online, the more Facebook users there are, the more ads they can sell, et cetera, et cetera. But they also have believed that it's, you know, it's a human right to be able to be online. And you hear the same sort of rhetoric from a lot of people in Silicon Valley and a lot of companies in tech and media and information. Um, You know, people being more informed is only a good thing. But the question is just how do you make sure that, you know, it's not just fed to you in in a skewed way? You know, like Facebook has also faced some criticism with some of its products that it's come out with to try to help people get online um you know some that basically it kind of just like gives you an app so you can get online but you're basically accessing facebook essentially and um you know people seeing misinformation through that and you know thinking you're everything on the internet is true and it's not like those of us who've grown up with the internet or have had access for a long time you know even we have problems sometimes telling what is true and what is false and people who are getting online for the first time um, you know, there a lot more care has to be taken. And but Facebook really believes that people should be online. 
All right, well, this conversation is fitting because today is Embrace Your Geekiness Day. And what's geekier than a tightrope balancing robot? What does your geekiness mean to you? Tweet it out to us and add the hashtag Embrace Your Geekiness Day. All right, if you have any questions about this story, drop us a line at The Daily Charge on Twitter, and you can check out Char and Queenie Wong's story on cnet.com. The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.